Hi, this is Maddie G, your Bronx Warrior Goddess, here to talk about overcoming everything and anything life can throw at you and doing it with style, humor, courage, and love. I've had lots of life experience overcoming adversities of all kinds. You will hear my stories, interviews with other survivors, conversations with friends, and commentary. Stories of passion, trauma, resilience, love, and everything in between. Tune in and tap into your own indomitable spirit. And as always, I'm going to start with a quote. You should never feel lonely, neglected, fearful, or defeated when you remember that there are the shining ones. They are watching with keen interest and a great desire to help to raise you, to stimulate you into contact with your own superior inner resources. Flower A. Newhouse. And I do just want to say that um, since I'm going to bring up Christina a couple of times, there might be a few tears here and there just to kind of get everybody ready. Okay. So I was having a conversation with my good friend, Mamie, and we were talking about my adventurous and unusual life. And between us, one of us said something about podcasts. And when one of us said this, a little light bulb went off in my head. And I thought I might like to do that. It might be fun. I have many, many stories covering every area of life, and I'm also so lucky to have brilliant, wonderful, kind friends who I would love to interview. And that's how it all started. I had no idea what it would mean in my life to do this and what a gift it would turn out to be. It's been giving me the opportunity to not only relive, but also redo my life. And that's why in some ways I feel like I am starting over. I've had EMDR for PTSD over many years, and even though I would start some of the sessions about me, 99% of the time it went back to what happened with Christina. So I really have done very little work on myself and what's happened in my life. Although I am extremely, extremely grateful for the EMDR and the Blessed Gym that probably the only reason I have any sane thoughts in my head uh, is because of EMDR, considering what happened with Christina and what a, what a thing that was. A few years ago, though, my beloved niece Leah told me about a group called ACA, Adult Children of Alcoholics and Dysfunctional Families. She talked about how the work there benefited her on so many levels. So, of course, me being me, I thought I would check it out. And actually, seriously, in some ways, this is when my true life began. Luckily, there were ACA meetings in a church about three minutes, five minutes from where I lived. And I remember distinctly, the first time I went, one of the first things they talked about was about having grief about our childhoods. And I remember how shocked I was to hear that. It was like this revelation that maybe really I could or should grieve about my really horrific childhood. I had always felt that it was terrible, but as I continued going to the meetings, I realized that it was actually terrible. I was left alone a lot in a horrible, scary apartment. Nothing I did was all right or done well. I think my mother probably now, nowadays would have been diagnosed with severe depression. And I really can't remember literally any happy memories in my home other than when some friends came over to hang out or to play cards. 
and I never felt that I deserved anything good, and my parents seemed to feel that way also. Considering how I am and being fired from job after job for standing up uh, for unfairness and because I have this great radar for BS, I was extremely, extremely grateful and happy that I never felt that in any of the meetings. I never felt BS. I never felt unfairness. I never felt that anybody was treated wrongly. I always felt supported and there was no BS. It was just a lot of people trying to sort out our lives and become adults. In this process, I began realizing and feeling what had been lost in my life. My parents abandoned me, so I abandoned myself. I knew no better. I was just a kid. As I've been doing these podcasts and thinking about and reliving my life, I see that it actually, really, the reality was I've had a life full of tremendous adventure, courage, deep friendships, much fun, lots of love, and I've been very lucky. But the foundation that I and my nervous system were built on were feelings of unworthiness, scarcity, fear, danger, and abandonment, which actually in many ways is abuse. But now through ACA, through the meetings, through the community, I now had tools for the first time. Wow. I began learning to discern the difference between the reality of my life and my feelings. The reality of my life is that I've lived pretty much exactly the way I've wanted, always taking the path less traveled, always on the fringes of society, and surrounded by brilliant, courage, courageous, wonderful people. But I was never good enough. And then I also began realizing I'm not a child anymore. I'm an adult, and I can actually change my circumstances and how I choose to look at and feel about myself. This was another big revelation. Another thing happened all around that time was I had a conversation with a, my good friend Jennifer, and she said she was meditating, and I asked her why she was doing it and what she was getting out of it, and her response was that she was learning to enjoy her own company even more, which I thought is a really great idea, and I should definitely try this, and I began meditating. I meditated with John Kabat-Zinn, Dr. Joe Dispenza, and of course, Walter Beckley, my Taoist master friend from Chicago. I found this very helpful, and I could feel that I was gaining some amount of inward peace. And then about a year ago, all of a sudden I realized that I haven't relaxed really since 1994 when Christina was originally diagnosed with leukemia. And I also realized that I probably haven't relaxed in my, entire, in my entire life. I certainly didn't relax as a child, being left alone among so many gazillions of other things that were going on. I was basically in a perpetual fight or flight mode, and I really had no foundation to build on. So maybe it was time to build my own. I wasn't sure what else to do, but I knew something had to change. So I'm on YouTube one afternoon and I see this little ad, you know, uh, about cell and nerve, uh, selling and, her and nerve healing meditation. Well, this sounded great to me. I figured I could really use this and I checked it out. It's uh, this organization called Progressive Hypno Hypnosis and they do 
every kind of meditation for every kind of thing. And I was thrilled at the thought of, you know, healing my cells and my nervous system. So I kept listening to more and more of these meditations. And for the first time in my life, I felt nurtured and mothered for the first time in my life. And I began hearing things that I never heard as a child, that I deserve to be happy, I deserve to want what I want, I deserve abundance, that I am abundance, that I am powerful, loved, that in loving myself, I'm the best version of who I am, that the universe is watching over and taking care of me. And I was like, oh my God, this is quite a thing. And then one of the other things that, that would, she would say in different meditations was that there's nothing more for you to do right now. And every single time she says that, I can feel something happen in my heart. I always had something to do as a child and then as Christina's 24-7 caregiver when there was always like literally some life and death emergency almost every, almost every second for years. The other important thing that I was beginning to hear and learn was that it was now my time to receive and that it's in receiving and relaxing that we can truly begin to heal. And around that time, I began these meditations. I met a man and we became involved. We had a great time together and I could tell he really enjoyed me. He enjoyed looking at me. He enjoyed spending time with me. The sex was fabulous and we had a ton of fun. For the first time in my life, I saw myself through my lover's eyes and I was beautiful and I was hot. I always knew what I was attracted to in the men I was with, but I never knew what they saw in me. But now for the first time, I finally realized that that's how the men I've been involved with, they've always looked at me like that. So, but this was like a big revelation because I never saw it. I never felt it. And the combination of this man that I was with at the, this time and the meditation seemed to blend very well together. And for the first time, I think I really received and understood better who I was and could and should actually enjoy being me. Sadly, our relationship abruptly uh, ended abruptly. But one of the things I'm realizing is that who I am, how I am, cannot be taken away from me again. It was taken away from me as a child, and I don't have to let it be taken away again as an adult. So I am now also not only restoring and renewing my heart and soul, but my body is also in serious need of restoration. You know, I'm starting to learn that when something hurts, instead of sending anger and, and yelling or whatever, I'm starting to learn that what I need to do is send love and compassion to my body, no matter what's going on. And that really I should take care of myself and treat myself the way I treated Christina. And I'm really starting to learn it, especially since really also, I don't know how my body withstood what it did. And I certainly don't know how Christina's body endured the unendurable. 
sleeping with one eye open, always needing to be ready for any emergency. Talk about being warriors. Literally every second, every minute for years with constant stress, pain, and struggle. To put it mildly, to put it really mildly, and then doing it 20 years later. I am also at this time seem to be coming to grips with the fact that Christina's death has changed me forever. I don't think I realized it before, but I'm starting to realize it now that I am really different and uh, I'm not the same person and I need to be very gentle with myself and be exactly where I am in life and accept exactly that this is what's going on and love myself in this process, actually. I feel like I have emerged tattered and torn from a rough childhood and the catastrophic illness and death of my daughter. But actually, in many ways, I'm so much better than before, really. The icing on the cake has been reconnecting and doing the interview with Paul Coates, former Panther Party leader, because he has reconfirmed and affirmed who I am and how I chose to live my life. And of that, I'm very proud. Finally, better late than never. I've always been a late bloomer, but you know, late bloomers seem to, bl to bloom best. I'm vitally alive and truly who I am more than any other time in my life. I'm in touch with my inner healer, and for the first time, I'm celebrating who I am. And that's quite a thing. Amen and thank you. And that's pretty much uh, this podcast. So thank you. And tune in next week and hear, oh yeah, hear, hear how Christina and I always wrestle. And the title, which my friend, my wonderful my friend Mamie came up with, the title is going to be Wrestlers and Warriors, an interview with Eric Miller head instructor of KDC Martial Arts. And then, of course, I'm going to end with a quote. Nothing can dim the light which shines, shines from within. Maya Angelou. Thank you for listening. Hear stories that are compelling, enlightening, challenging, and intertwined with world events. With every story, you will come away with hope, love, new outlooks on life, and tips on how to overcome whatever comes your way. Telling stories is wired into our brains and how we live in community with each other. Never a dull moment. So listen up and let's kick some ass. Please share, subscribe, and review. Check out my book on Amazon, Love in Action, My Daughter's Battle with Cancer, A Mother's Memoir. Thank you for listening. And I think it's right around the full moon in Pisces. <laughs>